happy Friday, everybody. We made it through another week. Huzzah. One of those days, though. My arthritis is killing me. My hands, man, they hurt. Thought seriously about just skipping today, but, you know, it's an addiction. Tomorrow, our 11th anniversary, Cammy and I. So how are we celebrating, you may be asking? Well, she's going to go to work, and I'm going to stay here with Ben. Yeah, we've kind of become boring after 11 years, haven't we? And um, Constitution Thursday is now available almost in its entirety on Anchor. I'll put the link in the description to the show today, but if you're uh, looking for all the past episodes of Constitution Thursday, all the way back to 2012, I kind of made the decision to retire the original series, the 2010 series. The reason is, it was a different time and a different thing. It didn't really become Constitution Thursday that you know until John joined the show. So prior to that, I'm just going to retire those. But all the other ones will soon be available at anchor.fm slash Constitution Thursday. I'll put the link below. Well, a couple of things this morning. Got a uh, nice text from Navy Nate. Good to have you back aboard. Or good to hear from you again. <laughs> I guess you've never really left, but nice to hear from you. Um, he was uh, concerned about my plan to cancel the debates. And I need to be clear about this. I'm not in favor of canceling these debates for 2020. That's not what I'm saying. I'm in favor of canceling all future presidential debates. They're nonsensical. They're useless. They serve no functional purpose. They are quip contests and zinger contests, and that's all they are. There is no substantive discussion of anything in them whatsoever. That said, uh, Nate said that he wanted to see Biden on full display to see how his mental faculties really work and and the like. Look, um, really, all you got to do is look at his latest interviews from his bunker, the Biden bunker, and you'll see his mental faculties on full display. Really, if this debate was to happen and and conservatives, Republicans get what they want, which is that Biden embarrasses himself because literally the man can't talk. The only thing you're going to see in the media, and remember, 99% of Americans aren't going to watch this. All they're going to see is the reaction to it in their own echo chamber. If you love Trump, hate Biden, you know, nothing's going to change. But for everybody else, all they're going to see is about how Trump was rude and mean and blustered the vice president the vice president, that's what they'll call him, and how, they, how, how the president was incredibly unpresidential while Biden, while clearly flustered, maintained his poise and his presidential demeanor. So even though he'll say things like, the cow jumped over the moon and sniffed my hair, it won't matter. Here's an old saying, we see things as they are, not as they are, but as we want them to be. And that's what's going to happen if there's a debate between Biden and Trump. 
you're going to see things as you want them to be seen, not as they actually are. You're going to see, if you're on the conservative side, you're going to see Trump just absolutely wipe the floor. And if you're on the other side, you're going to see how evil Trump is and how rude he is and how unpresidential he is. And then you'll ask anyone who says that this simple question. What did they say about actual policies? And you'll get a blank stare. Because <laughs> nobody's paying any attention to that. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not really concerned about Biden and Trump debating. Let's cancel them all. They're all nonsensical. They're all pointless. They're all... They are literally reality television. <laughs> That's what they've become. You don't... You don't really believe that they don't have the questions in advance, do you? You don't really believe that they haven't rehearsed this stuff through and through. You don't believe that it's not, if not scripted, at least hinted, right? I would have thought the 2016 debates would have put that to rest, but at any rate, on we go. President this morning has announced that TikTok will be banned? not real clear. I've read the executive order a couple of times here, and it's not the most cogent thing I've ever read in my life, and it it, it sort of reinforces some of the issues that I've had with the president from when he was a candidate. I still say this. I don't believe that Donald Trump actually believes in, understands, supports fully the First Amendment. He has declared TikTok a national emergency. Just let it rattle around in your brain for a moment. TikTok is now a national emergency, a national security issue, a national emergency. Those aren't my words, those are his. By the authority vested in me as president, by the Constitution and the laws of America, United States of America, including the International Emergency Economic Powers Act and the National Emergencies Act, I, President Donald J. Trump, President of the United States, find that additional steps must be taken to deal with the national emergency with the respect with respect to the information and communications technology and service chain declared in Executive Order 13873 of last year. Specifically, the spread in the United States of mobile applications developed and owned by the companies in People's Republic of China continues to threaten the national security, foreign policy, and economy of the United States. This time, action must be taken to address the threat posed by one mobile action application in particular, TikTok. Well, it's a national emergency. Why don't we just lock everybody down? Tell them they can't. Am I really supposed to believe that the technology doesn't exist? to shut down TikTok in the United States. For God's sakes, um, I had I can't watch Mariners games on my my mobile apps. Why? Because I live in the Seattle area and the games are broadcast on Root Sports Network, which by the way refuses to participate in streaming services. They will only broadcast via cable. So unless you have cable, dish or direct TV, you can't get a Mariner game. And I realized you people in Los Angeles said, you know, I know what you're going through with the Dodgers and I get it, but I can't even, I pay Major League Baseball money. I give Major League Baseball money 
to say, I'd like to be able to watch games. In essence, I have bought a ticket to Major League Baseball games, but they're blacked out here. They look at my location and go, "Mm -mm, you can't use this, sorry. You're going to tell me that we can't do that with TikTok if we really needed to? Putting all that aside, TikTok is a national emergency. It is a national emergency that TikTok is obtaining your data and storing it. No, that is, in fact, not what's happening. Okay, this is like smoking. This is, this is like smoking. It really is. There is nobody on this planet, certainly not on the North American continent, who does not know that smoking causes cancer. If you smoke, you know this. You have decided that the risk is outweighed by whatever benefits there might be. Smelling like a dead Humphrey Bogart, having clothes that stink, annoying all your compatriots and friends and family, all of that outweighs the, the, uh, the fact that it's going to give you cancer. Not might, not contributes to, it, it, it is the single most preventable cause of cancer. That's not my words, that's the, you know, the, the, the guy in charge, the Surgeon General's words. But the warning on the pack says, everyone knows this. And yet, every government in this country, federal, state, county, municipal, every single one of them makes buku bucks off selling tobacco, the sales of tobacco. (laughs) And they don't want to stop it because it's a huge source of money to them. TikTok is the same thing, folks. There is nobody in North America, certainly not in the United States of America, who does not know that TikTok is a Chinese spy app, that they are collecting your data, that they are using that information to violate your privacy. If you don't know that, how do I put this politely? You're a moron. Everybody knows this, and I know how much I hate that phrase, but really, there's no way you don't know this. If you use TikTok, you are essentially saying to the communist Chinese government, my information is outweighed, my, my, privacy is, my privacy considerations are outweighed by the joy I get from watching teenagers do stupid crap on TikTok. Or, you know, and I say this with love, my wife, my bride of 11 years now, um, likes TikTok. She constantly complains about it because she doesn't like the political stuff. She likes the funny stuff. But that said, we've had this conversation. You, you do realize that you've given them all your information. Everything that's on your phone, they have. You, you understand that? Yep. But, you know, watching TikTokers dance to silly songs and the ones she sends me all the freaking time makes me watch it. You don't give a damn about me. (laughs) And if you've seen it, you know what? You get the joke. If you haven't, then you probably wouldn't get the joke anyway. But the point is that to her, it's more important. To me, it's not. It's not on my phone. If I watch TikTok at all, I watch it on her phone. It's not that I care that much about my personal information. For God's sakes, I have a Facebook account. I have a Twitter account. 
I have a MeWe account. I even have a Parler account that I don't use because, let's face it, Parler is a... <laughs> I, I know they just hired a new guy to, to do some stuff, and I even kind of know the guy, but at the same time, Parler's got some real issues. It's clodge, it's bulky, and it's boring. <laughs> Nobody's on it to speak of. And at the end of the day, creating a social media platform that's only for your echo chamber is kind of useless, isn't it? I mean, don't we already have that? At any rate, I have all of those things. I I recognize the fact that I have given up some of my privacy for convenience. I understand that. I weighed those issues against one another, and I decided that these things were necessary. Or at least worth the trade-off. Are they? Ultimately, they might not be. I don't know. But for now, they are. And at the end of the day, that's the real issue, isn't it? At the end of the day, isn't that what this is really all about? And if you know that TikTok is giving your stuff to the communist Chinese freaking government, how the hell is that a national emergency? In what world is it a national emergency requiring the president of the United States to tell you what you can and cannot watch to have an app that you voluntarily signed up for, you agreed to, giving your information to the communist Chinese. Is that really the definition of emergency? I I know it is in the COVID world, but in the real world, is that really an emergency? Or is it economic warfare once again? I'm smart enough and experienced enough to know that there's there's underlying conditions here and, and considerations here, and I get that. I get that China is our economic enemy. I get that. But if you're stupid enough to sign up for it, how is that a national emergency? And where does the national emergency end? With the agents knocking on your door? Hey, we need to see your phone and your tablets. We're going to erase your TikTok app. That would never happen, Dave. That would never happen. Probably not. But then again, does the president really understand the First Amendment? He said, questioningly. 